Welcome to Fresh Off the Boat. Uh, this is my uh, endeavor during the COVID era to connect with the students in college and uh, hear from them, their lives, and also find nuggets of wisdom to share with students back home in India. Uh, so welcoming Kanishk Vashisht. Uh, he's a senior at uh, Columbia University, but technically you should be graduating by now, right? All the graduation ceremonies yeah. and the robes and everything else should be out. So how's it been for you? Like very surreal sort of uh, and disappointing graduation season. Yeah, I mean, um, so we did graduate actually yesterday. We had our commencement. It is it is uh, it is pretty surreal to see it all done on Zoom, do it online, sitting at home in front of TVs and not with the uh, friends and family outdoors, um, you know, having fun. But at the same time, a lot of colleges, including Columbia, have committed to an in-person ceremony by the end of this year when things calm down. So, you know, looking forward to that, but at the same time, just happy that we had something and, um, you know, we weren't all just in down spirits because of coronavirus. Yeah. Okay, so Karesh, uh, remembering your high school years in Sriram, I know you were always into the computer science and member of societies and going for competitions and this and that. Uh, and then going to Columbia, which is in New York, a very fast-paced city. Uh, of course, there are interesting opportunities, many new startups in the tech world, established players. How was it transitioning from a place of a suburban India uh, to a big city and then adjusting first few months in, say, Columbia, and then later on, how did it all pan out? Yeah, I mean, it hits you like a train. Um, you know, you're going from... Uh... You're going from living life like a day at a time to like something different happening every minute. Um, the first few months are definitely hard. It helps that uh, Columbia kind of has its own campus, which is in the city, but still secluded. You know, once you're in those gates on 114th and uh, Broadway, it's a very different experience. People are just out on the lawns, enjoying the day. Um, we have a good kind of campus vibe. So it, it helps that, you know, when you want to engage with the fast paced city, when you want to engage with speakers, stuff like that, they're right there. They're like at like a 10 minute subway ride. But when you want to just take it easy and, uh, you know, the pace is a lot for you, then you can just come and chill out on campus. Um, and uh, it, it's kind of similar to being in Gurgaon and then commuting to, to Delhi pretty often. Delhi is much more kind of high paced than, than Gurgaon is. So so it was, it was familiar, but different at the same time. And what about your pre-professional sort of training in school? Did it help you when you chose CS as a major and opportunities like internships or even projects in college? Tell us a little bit about the journey and what all yeah, did you learn. Um, definitely. I mean, uh, so speaking of my pre-professional journey in school, I think the thing that stands out the most was something I chose to do as a senior in high school was um, host an like, all-India-wide hackathon with about 600, 700 people from across the country. We flew them to Bangalore, had um, like 50 companies sponsor us. It was a great endeavor. And uh, I remember when I got my acceptance letter, there was a note on the side from uh, from the adcom which said well, I, that she was um, the chair of uh, Columbia's hackathon when she was um, an undergraduate herself. And it was something that spoke to her a lot. And kind of translating from there, like, just being a part of computer science societies, being a part of like the famous quizzing circuit in India, I made a lot of friends who stuck with me through the college. Um, this helped a lot actually while looking for internships because we could all share knowledge with each other. And I would say just generally building things because you're interested in them always shows recruiters or other entrepreneurs that you know you're someone who um, has a has kind of a get shit done attitude and just gets things done. Um, 
So it's it definitely helps. It definitely helps that I was passionate about it. Super. So I think uh, uh, that definitely be useful to see that how taking initiative in school gets recognized in college. And I'm sure kids who are listening, uh, who are high schoolers, will benefit from this tip. Uh, but more about your like internships and you know your your the the, the thing about finding a skip in your step to do something new with CS and looking out for opportunities. How did the Columbia experience help you uh, with all of that? Were there resources available? Yeah, of course. So at two levels, you know, the first level is is tactical. There's a lot of resources at Columbia. You have a um, ton of venture funding programs. Something I did actually was I uh, started and exited a startup in uh, my first three years of Columbia with some of my best friends from Delhi. Um, we studied computer science together for a year. We were like, you know, studying is fun, but it's time to go and do something. Um, and we wanted to build like this logistics company. Um, there were there was a ton of mentors at Columbia, seniors who were like Forbes 30 under 30, people who were like Obama scholars. Um, Columbia has funding programs. We, we raised something to the tune of like $80,000 in non-equity funding from Columbia um, and just competitions and stuff. Um, and beyond the beyond the money, we um, met with uh, Dean Valentini, who is the dean of uh, Columbia College, pretty often. President Bollinger was an advisor, and there's a big community and there's a lot of support. Um, so that's at the, the tactical level. There's a ton of resources. The city is rife with people who will be customers to your startup, with people who will talk to you, meet with you. The number of times that I've just emailed someone and been like, "Can we catch up for 20, 25 minutes uh, over a coffee?" is super high. Um, and that's that's at the tactical level, but but at a deeper level, it's um, it's almost as though you have kind of this intellectual playground, which is university, but it's so deeply connected to a city which is at the heart of worldwide events that you get an intellectual perspective on what's going on in the world. So a lot of colleges will have conferences on uh, very esoteric topics like um, you know some really complicated math equation or some research paper that won't mean anything for forty years. But a lot of our conferences are like okay, machine learning is coming for the business world. How are we as technologists going to use it? Or um, we we frequently have like Indian um, politicians or, or global politicians come and tell us problems that exist in their countries. Um, you get to sit and chat with like the prime minister of Finland over lunch about, you know, what's going on, how they're dealing with uh, their recent market shocks. So at, at both levels, you're, you're taught to think and then you're given resources um, to help your thought process become either companies, research, whatever you want. Right. So I think this is interesting because when I travel and I meet students in different uh, campuses, on different campuses, and also especially the newer buildings are the computer science buildings and the resources and all of that uh, fascinating in terms of seeing the stark difference in terms of money being spent for computer science. Is the Columbia Computer Science Department also special? They, you feel a little bit more privileged than the rest. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you you certainly do because um, a lot of computer science concepts were invented at Columbia. You walk into a building to learn about support vector machines, where support vector machines were discovered, or um, you know, you you're walking into you're walking on top of uh, what was a nuclear reactor like 30 years ago, and the home of the Manhattan Project, which is one of the most computationally intensive um, projects in the world. So. You always feel um, feel like you're in a very special place. You always kind of feel overwhelmed. As an Indian, definitely even more because a lot of professors are um, kind of Indian. The founder of Crick Info is a professor at Columbia who I've taken a few classes with. And 
lot of common ground um so yeah you you feel overwhelmed and you feel like you're part of something way bigger than yourself and way bigger than anything else you've ever been a part of right uh now switching gears about talking about high schoolers <laughs> who are interested in tech uh, let's do it uh, what about uh, when you look back at your high school journey i know the hackathon and the interest in cs in general was obviously useful but the world moves on there's so much new tech happening all the time what can high schoolers do as a plan like if you were to pick three things they definitely do to build their skills what would they be yeah i mean number one stop thinking start doing like find a problem and solve it i think that was the single biggest differentiator between me and a lot of people who applied um i wasn't trying to study every single topic that existed under the sun and then kind of prove that i was competent by writing blog posts i i had a i saw a problem the problem the particular problem that i saw was that i had a a friend whose grandmother was uh, visually impaired so me and a couple of my friends got together and we built like this cap with kind of ultrasonic brain sensors to help her navigate um indoor environments um that was the first that's the first thing i'd say start building things second um get other people and in, invest in your success so find people who are seniors who already are going to great colleges reach out to me i'm sure ajun can provide my email address to you um and talk to us about your projects i'm always excited to hear about what other people are working on and i'm 100% sure that i can you know help you present that in a good way and i think that's the third thing you know you've done a lot of stuff why let presentation be where you fail it's um so many people who are so incredibly smart would write like kind of half assed essays or not go the extra mile a lot of universities will be like okay don't um you know don't send us extra information just fill up the common app and um a lot of people be like okay don't fill up the common app but there's no harm in making a pamphlet making a little book of all the things you've made and just sending it to the admissions office with your you know your application number written on it worst case they throw it away best case the right admissions counselor sees it and you know you're in because you went the extra mile you just showed that you're a go getter so you know those are the three things show up show out and get other people interested that's super i think pretty much uh, life skills even career skills the same thing applies when you're in college so um, fantastic tips for everyone who's listening uh, clearly uh, there's uh, there's been a journey and the different internships and all the other little things you might have done at columbia or otherwise at work what do you think are your three biggest strengths if you were to describe them in adjectives i'm doing this three three thing <laughs> as a rapid fire about me or just yeah. about the about me no, no, about um you. yeah yeah i would say go getter biggest one um shameless i will email anyone and everyone i will text you five times if i need something from you and uh, hard working i mean i think that's the biggest thing just sit down and do the work has always kind of been my motto okay and given that the world is so uncertain at this point how are you charting your course i know on your linkedin profile it says you had an internship what is the current status and what are you working on yeah so um last summer i was part of a fellowship program called the kleiner perkins fellowship program uh something like 50 fellows every year it's a great community um through that community i met a lot of very interesting venture capitalists and other entrepreneurs and uh i ended up joining a startup that is it's called agora where uh venture backed company one of the i think we were ranked the third or something best place in san francisco for or like the third most innovative company or something like that our founders are folks 30 under 30 so i'm super excited to learn from uh, from these very intelligent people and i think 
What what does Agora do? So where uh, we basically take you know a construction company, someone who does contracting, actually goes and builds stuff, and we help them build it better. We help them get materials faster. We help them get materials to the right place at the right time. Source them at a cheaper price, um, and and a bunch of other stuff like that. We 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 like to call ourselves uh, kind of the the company that will help you take control, take complete ownership of your supply chain. Sure, that's great. I think having those uh, in-depth sort of knowledge of a particular industry, say in this case construction, uh, and then building a product around that will obviously be a lot more viable in the future because then you're a specialist in one industry. Uh, so that's great. And your role would be like some sort of helping the product manager or what exactly? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm a software engineer um, and we don't really have, we're only eight people at the time and we don't have bigger distinctions than that. Um, I think I'm more, I would say, focused on the data side. A lot of what I studied in college was related to machine learning, artificial intelligence. And that is my area of expertise um, or limited expertise uh, in uh in, in computer science and and yeah I mean that that's my role. Super. Okay, now I'm just gonna you know talk about some message that you want to give to say high schoolers who are uh, kind of struggling with the situation and grappling with understanding how this new world is going to look like post COVID. Also, where social distancing and is going to be a norm for some more time. Gatherings will be restricted. Uh, schools might not open for even one or two semesters. How does one deal with uncertainty at a young age in high school? Yeah, I mean, so there's two questions there. One is how does one deal with uncertainty and the second is what you should be doing right now. Um, well, the good thing about being young is that you can offload your attention on other people. So, um, you know, your parents will take care of it. Arjun will take care of it. Focus <laughs> on your work and, uh, you know, focus on being the best version of yourself go deep, go deep on like any two or three things that you find interesting, like, and no one will be able to compete with you. Um, something that I've seen a lot of people do that is a really bad habit is that they try to be like this, like best at one thing. They, they want to be the best like mathematician or they want to be the best computer scientist. But if you find two or three things and you're on the top, like 90% in those two or three things, um, there's no one that can compete with you. You're, you're an expert, right? So that's the second point. What should you be doing right now? If you had asked me what is the one thing that you wanted more of as a high school student, I would have said more time. I tried to miss school as much as I could so I could stay at home, write essays, work on side projects, study for the APs, the SATs, other competitive exams like that. So do that. I mean, you know, schools aren't open, social distancing, you're not going out to parties, you're not going for movies with your friends. Take this time, make the best of it, forget the tension, the world will figure itself out and it doesn't need the class of 2025 or 2026 or whatever you are to, to rescue it. There's enough people working on coronavirus, work on yourself. Yeah, that sounds super great. Smart advice, I would say. Um, <laughs> but what do you think education is going to reinvent? Do you see that colleges are already thinking of new things? What is Columbia or what's the message that you are sensing will become an announcement very soon? So yeah, I mean, colleges... Yeah, education will change. There's no doubt about that. Um, I think there's going to be two levels of changes. In the short term, we're not going to see students returning to campuses for a while, for many reasons. One, colleges are the perfect breeding ground for like any kind of disease because you have people coming from all over the world. Um, and so there, there's going to be like you know online classes, maybe where Columbia has this idea where they're trying to break up the next two semesters into trimesters and assign students any two of three 
so that they can have some more, uh, some less density, more social distancing on campuses. I think that's going to be there for like the next year or year and a half. I mean, colleges haven't spent upwards of $10 billion each building these buildings and research labs to not fill them with people. So in the long run, people are definitely going to return to campus. I think the bigger thing is going to be we're going to leave the world of, uh, you know, colleges only teaching you theory and um, a lot of biology, computer science classes, STEM classes, even humanities classes. Columbia's core is super famous and born out of such a desperate situation. It was born out of, uh, you know, the, the disaster and the vicissitudes of World War One. So I think there's going to be a bigger focus on teaching people how to think about events that are happening, not just reading books and quizzing rote knowledge across the board. All colleges are going to be thinking of, you know, how can we link um, our, our teaching and our pedagogy to help students be effective in the next world crisis, whatever it is, economic, biological. Um, so yeah, I think those are the two changes. One, for the next year, um, don't hope that students are going to return to campus. It is the most unlikely thing. I can promise you it won't happen at a government level and a college level, um, the liability is too high. And the second is, I think education is gonna become much more about how we can apply the things we're learning and not just kind of rote learning. Yeah, great. So I think with that, we'd want to sort of wrap it up. Uh, and right. thank you so much, Ganesh. This has been a fascinating, fast-paced chat, uh, kind of going, taking me back four to five years uh, in sort of looking at your journey. So enjoy uh, the rest of uh, your time of connections with friends who are all over the world who've graduated with you and i hope that in-person graduation ceremony does uh, become a reality for all of you thanks again bye yeah bye